Welcome to Kingdom Come with Andrew Nkoyoyo, called to be God's voice, reaching people worldwide with the message of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Kingdom Come. We're glad you're tuning in, and we're going to continue from where we ended last week. We are talking about pursuing a pure heart, and today we want to continue. Uh, what are the significances of a pure heart? Why even bother go through the process of obtaining a clean heart? You know, the Bible tells us that heaven is quarantined against sin. For God says, be holy as I'm holy. So the third point I want to give you why we should pursue a pure heart is that we cannot get to heaven without it. Someone truly said that morality will keep us out of jail, but it's going to take holiness. In other words, it's going to take clean hands and a pure heart to keep us out of hell. And really, I believe it's because of that significance, of that reason that I believe you and I, this has to be the specialty of our lives. You see, most men specialize in seeking God when they are close to death. Now they are thinking about turning their lives around. They are thinking about, oh, maybe I got to now begin to listen to God because what's going to happen to me? But you see, anything that is worth focusing on, on your deathbed, is worth focusing on through all through life. Because I told you, the Bible tells us that the coming of the Son of Man, nobody knows the hour or the time. He's going to come like a thief in the night. But he says, if you keep your hands clean and your heart clean, you will be ready. Whether he comes during the day or night, whether you're in the field or wherever you are. Because you have been living a lifestyle that is ready for his coming. And I believe, I pray. That God will begin to inspire a hunger and a thirst for this standard. Really, it's not quite a standard, but it's also a lifestyle that we need to aspire and to crave and yearn and long for and pursue and really go into the scripture. You see, there are so many things that God has talked to us about blessing us, about saving us. But listen. He says that follow peace with all men and with holiness, listen to this, and with holiness without which no man shall see God. Now I want you to put that in your spirit, beloved. He says be at peace with everyone. But as you're following that peace and you're working with peace with people around you in your family, at your places of work, in the world as you go by, you're just emanating peace and releasing peace. You're an instrument of peace because the Prince of Peace lives in you. But then he says, but also pursue holiness. He says, strive for it. That's what the Bible tells us in Hebrew. Chapter 12, verse 14. From the English uh, Senate version, it says, Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see God. You see, the prerequisite of seeing God, even here on earth, listen to this, beloved. Jesus said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Not only seeing God at the end of time, but also on seeing God on earth. 
How are we going to attract the kingdom of God to invade earth? How are we going to see him here? Because he needs a people that look like him. He needs a people whose hands are clean. And we'll talk about that in a, in a different uh, program. He needs a people whose hearts are pure. Because those, they can ascend into his dwelling place and they can release heaven on earth. You see, God is holy. And as he is, he demands, he commands that we be holy. Okay? You see, like an honest man would want to have honest kids. You see? So does a holy God wants to have a holy people, a holy church, a holy generation of sons and daughters that look like him and talk like him and walk like him and do actually the greater works of God. That's why Jesus said, I am going, but I, I, I live here and, and I, I want you to do greater works than this because I'm going to the Father. But I want you to continue in my place. And I believe the power of God was so strong on the life of Christ. Listen to this. It was because of the spirit of holiness that rested upon his life and the spirit of holiness with which he lived and who walked. I have wondered so many years and I've searched through scripture. Why did Jesus walk in such authority, in such power that we are so empty and so poor as the church and yet we have all the resources of study and all the, the resources of, of finances and ways to communicate the gospel. We have television, we have radio, we have all kinds of media. Why are we not fulfilling the Great Commission? Why are we not turning cities upside down? And I came to a conclusion. You see, Jesus, he says, the, the prince of this world is coming, but he's not going to find anything in me. Why? He was saying, have a pure heart. My hands are clean. My heart is pure. And because that, the, the kingdom of God rested heavily upon him. Why? Because there was nothing unclean in him. Now you must say, brother, oh, you are getting to be legalistic. You are getting to be quite a specialty. No, no, no. This is the specialty of God. This is really the standard that God is calling us. He said, if we name his name, Listen, beloved, we have to get a hold of this. We have to desire for this, even if it costs us our lives. You know why? Because you cannot get into heaven. I don't care how big your church is. I don't care how big your name. I don't care how big your bank account, your reputation, and what it is. You cannot enter heaven without holiness. You see, because holiness is the wedding garment of the bride. It is the garment that we wear. So without holiness, we, can, we cannot enter into the marriage supper of the Lamb. Listen, beloved, we have to have a reality check. This is the one thing that I believe as God has convicted me for years and brought me to the study and to the searching of God's word. It has come to me and I believe it ought to come to you that without holiness is our honest need and cry. It should be, it ought to be because without it we cannot see God. Without it, we miss out on the fullness that heaven will bestow upon us here on earth but also in the greater heaven. 
You see, Jesus is coming back. And the world is going to see him. Now, the sinner will see him as an offended judge. But for those that have opened up their affections and given over their lives to Christ, they will see him with delight and favor. Why? Because those who have had the hope of his return and those who believe in the completed work of the cross have put themselves at the altar and allowed the blood of Christ to wash them, to wash their sins away. It doesn't matter. L listen, this is not about religion. This is not about going to church. This is not about being a Christian for 20 years. This is about a pursuing a lifestyle. But when it's all said and done, you get to spend eternity with God. That's what it's all about. Why do I do what I do? It's because Jesus deserves the glory. That he, for his suffering, he deserves the glory. The honor out of me and out of you. For dying, hanging on that cross. You see, the blood of Jesus gives us access to a pure heart, to a lifestyle of holiness. It washes us from our sins, our iniquity, but also all the guilt and all the shame that sin has brought in your life, in my life. The blood of Christ is guaranteed to do that if you and I will open our hearts and make that perseverance of the blood of Christ in our everyday existence and wash ourselves. But what is holiness? I define it simply as a heart that has been cleansed from sin and perfected in love. What does it mean to be holy? I think it's simple as that. Because the Bible tells us that God is love. And when our affections have been cleansed from all the unclean things that dwell in there and God perfects us in love, then we can say we have a pure heart. And so this is a message not to judge anyone, but to help you go to God and ask God to show you the condition of your heart. Because until we have a reality check and, and allow God to show us who really we are on the inside. We can't die to ourselves. We can't surrender. We can't wash. And so I believe that a pure heart should be your specialty. That is one of those things that you keep in front of you. And guess what? The enemy will always attack you in the area of your purpose. And that's why I believe Many good people in the body of Christ have shied away talking about this subject. Because that's the area of our purpose. To bring people into the glory of this hope. Of the holiness of God and the righteousness of God. But you see the enemy has convinced us you're not good enough you're, so you're not going to talk about it. I'm not talking about this because I'm perfect or I'm all that. I'm talking about it because I need it. I pursue it and so should you. Because without it we cannot enter. You see, we cannot enter heaven. So I want to give you point number four. We pursue a pure heart because a pure heart increases our effectiveness, our usefulness in the kingdom of God. Why? Because the, the Holy Spirit indwells in the inner recesses of our affections. And it is the work of the Holy Spirit to impart power 
his anointing upon us for service. It is the work of the Holy Spirit who dwells in, in a clean heart, in the inner recesses of our hearts, to impart the passion and the travail and the pain for the lost humanity. The more your heart gets cleaner and cleaner, the more love you have. And the more love you, you have, the more love you have for your neighbors and for the lost humanity around you. Why? Because God is a lover. He doesn't just only love you. He loves everyone. That's why he sent his son to save those that are lost. Why? Because he loves us all. Now, we may choose to reject that love. We may not respond to that love, but he loves us nonetheless. And he's still wooing us and he's looking for a man and a woman. And that man and woman is part of this, what is called the ecclesia, the body of Christ. You see, now in this body of Christ, you and I, we get to be useful. As we wait for his return, we get to be effective. We get to be used for the advancement of his kingdom on the earth. And I believe that having a clean heart really helps us to be the place where the Holy Spirit is pleased to come and work and dwell and move and teach and operate in us and with us and through us with his mighty power and his life and his truth to the dying world. Point number five, why we should, I believe, seek a pure heart. Because it increases our power in prayer. Listen what the sermon says. Psalm 66, verse 18 and 19. He says, and remember, now David, Psalm 51, he had prayed for a clean heart in verse 10. Psalm 66, listen what he says. I'm reading from the ESV version. He says, if I had cherished, now, keyword, if I had. So, it, in other words, he, he did not. He did something about it. But he says, if I had cherished iniquity in my heart, okay, the Lord would not have listened. But truly God has listened to me. He has attended or answered to the voice of my prayers. Wow. You see, I didn't write this. The Holy Spirit did. He wrote the Bible. He, David, he, the sermon is saying, if I had cherished, in other words, if I had not repented and cried out to God to purify my heart, he would not have listened. But because I did my part, and God, that's how we know that God can give you and I a clean heart. That's how we know, because if he can do it for David, he can do it for me. He can do it for you. After all the atrocities he did and all what we'll consider really big sins, he went to God and said, God, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. And God answered that prayer. And here he tells us, as a matter of fact, that my prayers are effective. My prayers have fervor. They have power. I'm receiving answers because of a clean heart. Because now God is able to listen to my prayers and is answering my prayers. So a clean heart will help us walk in greater power in our prayer life individually and corporately. 
Amen. Oh, beloved, we cannot compromise. Because you see, when we allow iniquity, we allow sin, it begins to creep our faith. And nothing really dumps your faith like doubt. Because when doubt comes in, the Bible says it is impossible to please God without faith. You see, but doubt is part of unclean heart. An unclean heart is a heart that is doubting the promises of God. A clean heart is a heart that is actually is, is, has faith. It has that belief, that trust in God. Why? Because in it resides all these wonderful heavenly attributes, heavenly fruit that please God. And it is not you trying to work this out. But as you yield, and I'm going to show you in the next message. As you yield, God is willing and he wants to work this clean heart for everyone. Because it's his delight that his children talk like him, act like him. Do the things that he is doing. Because we are his hands and feet, beloved. And that is great news. But we have to pursue a clean heart. And my last point is we pursue a clean heart because it is a safeguard against backsliding or turning away. You see the Bible talks about in the end times that the faith of many people is going to grow cold. Why? Because they are going to lack a clean heart. Why? Because doubt is going to set in. Listen to this. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 12 and 13. The inspired penman says, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. You see, now, that just proves the point I just shared with you, that doubt is sinful, that doubt is part of an unclean heart, and doubt really will cause us to turn away from the truth and from the faith. And here, he says, Beloved, I want you to make sure that there's no one among you with an, a sinful, unbelieving heart that will cause him or her to turn away from the living God. Verse 13, and he says, listen to this, but encourage one another as long as it's called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Okay? We are hardened by sin's deceitfulness when we begin to cultivate an unclean heart. But now we are talking about cultivating a clean heart, pursuing it. Okay? And here is admonishing us that as the body of Christ, we begin to encourage each other. That's why we are teaching this message to encourage you to pursue it. Okay? That's why we are sharing this truth. Because a sinful, unbelieving affections are going to cause us many to turn away and i've found as i travel i've found people that say oh i used to be a christian i used to be i come from a christian background then what happened they got saved they were wonderful people but i shared with you and i showed proof that you can be saved and still have an unclean heart 
But you can cultivate a lifestyle where all the things that are unclean can come out. Because when the more doubt and the more unbelief and the more uncleanness begins to creep into your heart, yes, eventually you're going to turn away. Because the more world you put in, the less of the kingdom of heaven is in. So that's why you need to get the world outside of you so you can get the kingdom of heaven in you so that you can be able to pour it out. See, that's what God's getting us to. He said, hey, I just don't just want you to sit on your laurels there and just be holy in a corner. I want you to live at my holiness out there in public. Why? Because the kingdom of God is going to come upon you, invade you, and then empower you to live it out. And then you become the instrument, the hand of God, the feet of God, the mouth of God, the eyes of the almighty God. Wherever you are, you are influential. Why? Because heaven has touched you has infused you and is overflowing. You see, I shared with you that tell me what a man does every day and I'll tell you what he loves. You see, I know what you love by what you do every day, every time. You see, friend, the love of God is going to flow when we make room for it to flow. And it flows in that heart that is being turned over to God. Oh, beloved, if you're a believer, you ought to be pursuing, you ought to be pressing in for this pearl of great price. You know what? Because with it, you are mighty. And with it, you release heaven on earth. And it's not only a safeguard to uh, the backsliding and turning away, but it's also prepared, brings heaven on earth, and then is a preparation for the greater heaven. Amen. So I'm going to ask you, what are you going to make the specialty of your life? Now, let me talk to you. You're a believer. What are you going to make the specialty of your life? Are you going to specialize in pursuing the righteousness and the holiness of God in all things in your life? Or are you going to choose and pick what you emphasize? Are you going to emphasize some goodly things like healing and prosperity and happiness and joy? But the Bible tells us, blessed, happy are those with a pure heart. So if you seek happiness, just get yourself a pure heart. Amen. That's great news. When I found that, I say, wow, I don't have to go to a psychiatrist. I just have to get my heart cleaned up. And the power of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus can do that. And the happiness of God will be mine. And it will be real because it will be coming from the inside out. Known from the outside in. Trying all things around me to make me happy. No, it can flow out of that well of that living water. Why? Because the spirit is overflowing you. And you have cultivated an environment for him to come and dwell and empower and release all the heavenly and all the goodly things that God has for you. That is available through the blood of Jesus and the supply of the Holy Spirit. The supply of the Holy Spirit. So as we close this broadcast today, I want to ask you to do something. I want to ask you to ask God to search you. Let me read a scripture. Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24. This is what 
the psalmist did and cried out. He said, search me, O God, and know my affections. Try me and know my thoughts. 24. And if there be any wicked way in me, lead me into the way everlasting. You see, we have to come to a place where we can pray that prayer. All you need is to be real and say, like the sermon says, say, God, search me. Oh, and he's faithful. He's going to search you. Because you don't know the true condition of your heart. But God does. I don't. But God does. But when we say, God, search me and know me. Try me. Try me and know my thoughts. Remember the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he see. So the, your thoughts are a product of your heart. But when you say, God, when you pray this prayer, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you will go on your knees or wherever you are and ask God honestly to search you. And God is going to reveal his, his standard to you and your condition to you. And then the next thing you need is just confess that to God and begin to press it. For a pure heart. But it begins with an honest. Open reality asking God. Like the psalmist. And if you are not a believer. You say brother I am not a believer. You can have a clean heart too. The Bible says that. There is no condemnation. Upon those who are in Christ Jesus. You see the blood of Christ. Has made the way for you. All you have to do. Is accept the free gift. That God will give to you. Through the shed blood of his son. Just receive. And say Jesus. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. That I may be useful. That I may glorify you. And if you have said that prayer. Beloved. You are born again. Now just go find a Bible-believing church and begin to sell yourself out of God. For he wants the glory that he could receive out of your life. God bless you. Watch this broadcast here on UA Network every Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. To watch on our website, receive prayer, to give, or to request a copy of Andrew's book, Working the Works of God please visit us online at www.kingdomimpactministry.org or write to Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you. Next time on Kingdom Come. To see God as he is in our present situation is heaven on earth. Beloved, many are praying for heaven to come down, for the kingdom of God to come and, and touch earth. But God says, if you have a pure heart, already there's an opening. There's a possibility. I'm going to show you. God promises only those, only those with a pure heart can see him.